And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people pissed? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? Uh, oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list? A list? A list? A list? You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding it's list. This preposterous and ludicrous. Well, actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous. Welcome to The Ridiculous. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill, and we are back with more lists of fun for you this week. Lists of fun. (laughs) Lists of fun. (laughs) How are you doing this week, Jen? (laughs) I'm good, except I, um, God, I made the huge mistake of watching this show that was on Hulu, I think it was like. Or it was either on Hulu or Amazon Prime. It was like recommended to me. It was on like the big page and it said um, like I've been frogged or something like that. Like, What does that mean? Uh, about frogging. I've never heard of this before until this show. So frogging, is, it's and it's spelled P-H-R-O-G-G-I-N-G. And it's okay. frogging is when people live in your house. Or in your call space or in your closet or in your attic without you knowing. No. Terrifying, right? So I saw the, the headline and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. Like, this is so weird. I can't believe this happened to this one person, this right, one and very specific time <laughs> that this would never happen again to anyone. And then I, I started the show and there's like 12 episodes. And on each episode, it's like three different people telling the stories no. about like when someone was living in their attic or closet. And like <laughs> as a single mother that lives in this house by myself (laughs) i was terrified i'm like there's got to be some i've been hearing noises in my attic somebody is living up there i don't want to go up there and check (laughs) that is that is terrifying i don't want to think about that i know like i just don't i can't believe that that exists and i can't believe that it's so common that there's a name for um, it Right, and that there's an entire series of people telling the stories about when it happened to them. Like Are there any we stories? We need to do a listicle about froggers. Oh, yeah. Let next week yeah, frog froggers. Yeah, I'll see if I can find one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if there are any interviews with people who do it. Is it like a community of people? Like, hey, I'm on like a frogging listserv. Here's like a great crawl space to hang out in. Not that I know of. I didn't see anything like that. Most of these people that are frogging are insane. Like, they're okay. just crazy. <laughs> like, it's like uh, most of them are just have lost their mind or on drugs or whatever. But yeah. they've like, they, some of them just think that they're part of the family. One guy was <sighs> like living in the attic and, um, and he was playing when they finally like found the guy. They found like a computer with all this. Um, he had it like he had basically mapped out all how he was going to kill this whole family. <gasps> Isn't that terrifying? He was going to do like that science is- experiments on them. No, no, I know. No. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Now I have no idea. 
but I'm absolutely terrified. I texted Jim and I was like, hey, do you know where Froggy is? And he was like, what? And I was like, I need to come to my house and look at my attic. And he was like, okay, but also stop watching that show, please. That's like, what Ben always right. tells me. I'll be like, oh my God, I'm listening to the saddest story about this family. That And he's like, stop listening to that stuff. Stop. I know. Stop. You're inviting that in. We've been so good. It. Like we got away from true crime and everything, right? And like we have been so good about all of it. And then like, I don't know. It's like like I <laughs> needed a little fix, I think. <laughs> and I went on a bender. Now I'm really fucked. <laughs> you fucked. Oh. Uh, well, you know what oh, I think will well, help? What? Lists. Lists. Yeah. Good. Let's get to the list. Fun list. Let's do it. Okay. No more frogging. (laughs) No more frogging. I'm first this week, and I have got a list that is going to clear your mind of that awful, like all that awful information because. My list today is from BuzzFeed, um, written by or compiled by Allie Hayes, and it is, people are sharing the nicest thing a stranger has done for them, and it's exactly what you need today. Oh, good. That is exactly (laughs) what I need. Today specifically. Okay. Today specifically. Okay, number one. This is from a user on Reddit named Jake Cavow. Um, when I was about eight years old, I crossed the street without looking. As soon as I started to cross, a stranger pulled me back by my shirt. Of course, a car flew by at the same moment. Thank you, stranger. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. My son was two or three and we went to the mall. There was a model train set in a case that you could put a dollar in and watch them go around. I was pretty broke and never had cash on me, but he was content just looking at the display. A group of loud teens went past us. One of them came back, put a dollar in the machine and said, I always liked watching trains too. Then hurry off back with his friends. My son lived up. I never would have expected that action from a stranger, let alone a teen with his friends in the mall. I know. Oh, that's so sweet. Does that make you feel like hopeful? Like you have a teenager now. As of today, my tiny little baby boy, who is now taller than me. Yeah. He's almost taller than me, but he definitely has a mustache, is 13 (laughs) years old. So I officially have a teenager and I truly can't even wrap my brain around it. But I would like to think. Sully and his friends are so sweet. They would do something like that. I believe good Sully boys. and his friends. Yeah, they're good yeah. boys. Yeah. But yeah, I know. Mm. It's like, you know, you hear a group of teenagers. That's not the first thing you think is going to happen. I know. <laughs> so, oh, Aww. I love it. So sweet. I was at a bar with my then girlfriend and seated next to us was an older gentleman who was alone. He tapped my girlfriend on the shoulder and said, I like the way you two talk to each other. I spent a fortune on these tickets for my wife. Unfortunately, she can't go anymore and I don't want to go without her. And so I'd like you two to have them. The only catch is the concert starts in 20 minutes. He didn't elaborate, nor would he accept any payment. He only asked that we enjoy ourselves and keep being good to each other. And that's how I got front row seats to see Prince in concert. Oh my God. I was waiting. I was like, was it Beyonce? Which also would have been amazing. But Prince. Prince. Oh my God. That was an angel on earth. That Do you think it was a ghost? Do you think, I feel like he was a ghost. 
I think it was it was like an angel ghost. An like angel a nice ghost. ghost. Yeah. An angel miracle ghost gave those tickets. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. That's I was gonna incredible. say the the closest I came to that was Ben and I went to well, this is like we went to a Dave Matthews concert and this was like a long time ago. Yeah. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a fire dancer tattoo on, on your ribcage? No, but Ben does. No, does no. <laughs> but so we were at, and it was, we were on the lawn and it was like pouring down rain. And there was like a, this was like an outdoor venue where like part of it under, you know, if you got seats, they were covered like to see uh-huh. the concert, but we were out on the lawn and this, um, this couple comes like walks by and is like, Hey, we're leaving. If you want, you should take our, Seats. Our seats under the pavilion, and so we went like got to have seats down the pavilion, that's which really is very nice. nice. But that's not super the same. nice. Wow, <laughs> not, it was not, not the, same. the same as Prince, but still very nice. Yeah, still very nice. <laughs> um, okay, so I was out clubbing and dropped my keys. The next day, I got a letter in my mailbox with a guy's phone number. I texted him, and it turned out he found my keys at the club recognized the building they belong to, student housing, came to my building and tried the keys on every single mailbox until he uh, found the right one. And then he gave them back to me. Nicest guy ever. Glad he didn't rob me. That's <laughs> really nice. But I feel like he could have just like given them to, isn't there like somebody that works there or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must find where she lives like it just feels a little bit mu- but th- nice very nice but very nice yeah but also nice. it's like i mean i think i need some context of like who is this right, guy? Right. if it's like a grandpa then yeah okay great yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah. so adorable he was like yeah although if he found the keys at the club yeah okay but you know yeah, I don't know. There's just something a little bit like, all right, thank you, bye. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's nice, though. It's nice. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so one year my birthday really sucked. I decided to buy myself a cake at the grocery store to cheer myself up. Aww. When the guy at the counter asked who it was for, in retrospect, he meant what name to put on it. I said it was for me. He was just incredulous at the idea that I had to buy my own birthday cake. I just kind of shrugged. He said I could pay for my cake when I came to pick it up. When I came back, a different person was at the register, and she said my cake had already been paid for. It was also decorated more than I requested. I have Aww. not seen that guy working there since, so in my head, I've called him the cake fairy. Another <laughs> ghost angel. Another ghost angel. Oh, I just love <laughs> that so, so much. Yeah, that's very sweet. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I was riding the bus and talking on my phone, freaking out about how I was going to feed my fiance and I, as I was the only person working a hundred percent commission job. A stranger heard me on the verge of tears and politely alerted me that I had dropped some, some money. It was $40. I knew I hadn't dropped, but my, my, my fiance and I used every penny. I never got to thank them, but I quit that job that week or so and found something more stable. Oh, good. Oh. That's really sweet. That's that reminds me of something my grandma would do, like when, like, because she was always trying to like put money in her pockets and make yeah, us yeah, take yeah. money, and like she'd be like, "Whoa, you dropped that." <laughs> <laughs> That's very sweet. 
It's very sweet. And I can only imagine that if you're, if that, you know, if you were like just so desperate, you're like, I don't even know how to buy food, $40 yeah. would be the world. Like that could make the difference between like going hungry and not. And so like, I don't know, it just is, I just, you know, sometimes I love people. I love yeah. people. I helped a guy go through TSA in New York City. He'd never flown before and had no idea what he could take on the plane. Security told him he couldn't use the plastic bags he had his stuff in. He explained his situation. And I told him that if he held tight, I'd go through security and buy him a carry-on so he could get his stuff through. He handed me $100, which I... And I gave him my crochet project bag to hold as insurance. I got him a, sh a suitcase, went back, and gave it to him with his change and showed him how to get through TSA. He thanked me and we went on our way. My flight was in delayed three hours at the last minute and I was already exhausted, so I fell asleep against the wall. When I woke up, there was a fuzzy travel blanket, convertible neck pillow, eye mask, a bag of cookies, and a little plush dog with a note tucked in its collar. The guy Aww. had stuck these gifts between me and the wall and never woke me up. I ended up traveling for 11 more hours, and that th thoughtful little act saved my sanity. Aw, that is so sweet. That's just people helping people. Just people, people helping people. People being good to people. I love that. Uh, I love that, too. Aww. It's like, I just, you know, it's like... I feel like there's so many times where we're just so people are just so quick to be um, exasperated with other people. And I am 100% guilty right. of this. I'm really trying to reframe my mind instead of being like, why are you driving so slow to be like, oh, you must be a new driver and really cautious or you've gotten in a car accident. Right. And so you're just really cautious, you know, or something like that. And it just I when I hear people who like, I'm sure this person was like being so annoying in the TSA line. He like had a plastic bag <laughs> instead yeah. of a suitcase, but he just didn't know. He'd never flown. He just, he Aww. didn't know what the rules are. And so to take the time to like help him through and to be like, hey, yeah, I'll go get you the thing. Give me some time and let me, you know, and then just to see how that kindness comes back to you. It's really amazing. It is amazing. I had to take a, um, this was like a, so, a seminar, a webinar, I guess, like during COVID, because mm -hmm. people were so the 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 webinar was about like how to deal with tenants when they're particularly horrible right now. Yeah, now, and it wasn't about like people being able to afford things. It's just that, um, or like you know, paying rent or anything like that. It, it didn't have anything to do with rent. It had to do with like. They people are beyond frustrated right now, just yeah. in general, and like how to diffuse the situation when people are coming to you, just like they want someone to take it out on, and like yeah, the landlord is the perfect person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, but it was all about like <laughs> recognize that if someone is yelling at you, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's about something else that happened to them that day. You right. know, and just try to and just like be calm and don't take it personally and diffuse the situation. It's hard to do sometimes. It's I'll hard say to that, do, but... especially when you're already, you're also dealing with your own shit. You know? Yeah, so, I know. Like, I'm also ready to explode at all times. So Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should all just be kinder to each other and a little more patient. How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. 
in Paris, the metro is not wheelchair friendly. We got stuck once because the accessible station was closed and we were diverted elsewhere. Two guys walked up, picked up my mother-in-law in her wheelchair, <gasps> carried her up a flight Aww. of stairs through the turnstile and down another flight of stairs to the platform. They wanted nothing more than a thank you. I don't think they even knew each other. That's really sweet. Yeah. There were so many times where people helped me take like a stroller down up and down the subway. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, it was just like, and I, tr- I tried to do the same. Like once I wasn't holding a stroller kid, you know, like it just was like always so nice. People just would like do that same thing where it's like, they wouldn't even say anything. They just pick up an end and walk up with you. And I'm like, that was yeah. always just that like little act of kindness of people just like looking out for each other. Like that's why I will never, like when people say New Yorkers are rude, I'm like, I don't know. I saw some like of the, the like the kindest acts there. New Yorkers what? are not rude. New Yorkers just aren't fake. Sorry, other <laughs> states. <laughs> well, I think that, like and they're it's, just like it's they're not rude. It's just that they don't fake. If they don't know you, they're not going to act like your best friends, right? You know what I mean, there's not the little like. Like, nobody is, like, looking you in the eye and smiling at you on the street. But, right. like, there are things, like, if you need direction, someone will stop and help you. Like, someone will – you know, people are, are very yeah. – I saw a lot of kindness in New York. Yeah. Um, I – oh, I also – I think – I don't know if I – I haven't told a story on this podcast, but one time um, – Aaron, Aaron and I, when I was like 16, so I was like a new driver and uh, my like best childhood friend, Aaron, we were like driving and there's a big snowstorm. We got the whole story. We got stuck in the snowstorm. Anyway, I like went down a street that I shouldn't have gone down and got stuck on this tiny little back street. And it, there was like full of snow. It wasn't plowed. And I, so I was doing like a rocking back and forth, you know, trying to like get my car to move out. And I ended up like going in this guy's front yard. Like I just oh, like, you know, it's like my car wouldn't go and I like dug out and these two huge dudes come out of the front door of this house. And I was like, oh shit, what's going to happen? They are going to like, you know, be so mad, but they didn't say anything. They just picked up the front of my car, moved it to the downhill way. And like, I was able and like pushed it until I was able to like, get on my way and then just that's, like went back inside their house. Not only is that really nice, that's super hot. And I feel like <laughs> <laughs> would make a great plot for an adult film. I'm just right. saying. It's pretty se- that's a pretty sexy story, Sally. <laughs> pretty sexy story. A pretty sexy snow story, Sally. <laughs> two of them, two of us. You know. We were in our Catholic school uniforms. You know? <laughs> It just gets hotter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. This one makes me like, makes me tear up. Um, Okay. After many long delays, my flight was canceled while I was standing in line at the gate to board it. The next day was my son's first birthday. So I needed to be home. 
I went to the front desk and they refused to help me in any way. Not only could I not get on another flight that day, but nothing the next day either. And I (gasps) didn't have money to buy something else. A guy in line stepped out after hearing me, told them he was some high status member and asked to speak directly to the manager. Next thing I knew, he was transferring his own ticket on a direct flight to me so that I could go home to see my boy. Oh my God. I tried to thank him in every way I knew how, but he refused to take anything for me. He just told me he would have wanted something to do the same for him. I hugged the guy probably against his will and was in a first class seat home. Seriously, that dude was an angel and I'll never forget it. He is an angel. He is an angel. I just, I'm like, ugh. Can you imagine how like you're a new parent, you're feeling so desperate to like get home to see your child for their first birthday. Yeah, first birthday is a huge deal. And just like you can't get out and there's nothing anybody will do for you and nobody is helping you. And then just somebody is like, here, Yeah, you got it. That is so great, especially because it sounds like he would have been stuck for like another two days or something. Yes. So that's really, yeah. Selfless. Yeah, it's really selfless and another beautiful. angel on earth. Another angel. When earth um, angel. when I was in in college, uh, my friends Hadley and um, her now husband Josh and I and a bunch of other people, but we were like the three flying together. Went out to Pasadena to go to the Rose Bowl, and it was over New Year's. And on our way home, they were like something was happening with the airlines, and they canceled like every flight from. Pasadena back to like Indianapolis is where we're flying back to. Um, And so we just like, we're getting, you know, we're trying like in line, everybody is coming from this game and there's tons of people waiting, all these flights being canceled. People are really angry. And we're just like, what do we do? They told us like, we couldn't get on another flight for two days. And I was so broke that I was like, I literally can't afford to like eat dinner. Yeah. Like I just, you know, it's like I have to get home and get on my meal card, you know, like I cannot, I can I can't even afford McDonald's at the airport. I was like, I've spent all my money and oh. I need, you know, it was like I was waiting for my like my loans to come in so that I could like, right. you know, buy food again. So um Josh went up and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna go talk to I'm gonna go talk to them. And he's just like this, the nicest kindest person and he went up and he just was like look we're in a really bad place like is there anything is there anything you can do to help us you know put on like his a little Kentucky twang and uh uh-huh. and the the people there they were like yeah you know what honey I'll I'll help you out and so we got we bumped all of these people who were like I'm sure had really high status we ended up because we were on standby we ended up being the last three people and we all got first class tickets oh my god wow that day. yeah just because he was like nice because everybody else was being really you know snippy and like i must get on this flight and he just was like you know we're just poor college kids and we really need to get home we can't afford to stay here um and she took pity on us and it was just yeah Amazing. That's why you always catch more flies with honey. Yeah. You know, more flights. Don't be a dick. More flights (laughs) and flies. (laughs) I think that's it. That's my, that's my list. Doesn't it make you feel better? That is a nice (sighs) heartwarming list. I almost feel like you should have went second because. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, we don't want to feel too good for too long. No, mine's not that bad. It's really not that bad Um, because it's like, it's. Okay, so uh, my listicle this week is uh, for um, 
buzzfeed.com written by Conchea Brown. And this is uh, 15 people share the bizarre and wild experiences they've had on cruises. And it might be a no from me, dog, is what she said. <laughs> it's just funny because you say that all the time. But also, like, I, I've i been on one cruise my whole life. And it was the Disney cruise, which is supposed to be the best. And I can see how it was. Like, I mean, there was, like, Disney was absolutely amazing. My kids still talk about it to this day. That was, like, yeah. the time of their lives. But – as that's when I also realized, like, oh, I am not a cruise person. Yes, yeah, not for me. I don't like. <laughs> that's a no being, for me, dog. <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. I don't like being stuck on a vessel. I, it, everything's hot and sticky <laughs> and wet, and like everything is a buffet. So, I, except for like the sit down dinners at at dinner. Like the breakfast and lunch is a buffet and it's just like a bunch of like half clothed wet people <laughs> pushing each other over for, you know, a buttered roll. And it's just too much. And I'm you with have to you. fight for tables. And I just did not like it. But I'm curious to see what all these people said. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, God. I love I this. Keep yeah, I've also them. been on one cruise and it was with my grandparents. And it so it was like, I can't remember the name of the cruise line, but it was whatever one is all old people. And I was the youngest person on the cruise. I think and Norwegian it was, is the old people, right? That might may have been no? it. I can't remember. They played a lot of cards. My mom and I were there and I was just like, this sucks. And I was in college. I was like a senior in college. Oh, and yeah. my mom you made wanted me go to be with on her. a carnival cruise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I've ever been on one. This is just from what I absorbed around. Yeah, all my people. friends were like in yeah. Cancun. And I was like, I'm going on a cruise with my grandparents. Play <laughs> <And> canasta. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to go catch the early show. Uh, yeah, it was, it was not for me, dog. It's a no for me. Uh, this one says, I went on a bachelorette cruise over a decade ago with about 15 girls. Best trip ever. While there, I met the singer that would perform in the Latin club on the ship. He had just so happened to look like an off-brand version of my favorite Bacata artist. He was very hot. He caught my eye the first day and I caught his eye the second. And by the third, we were sneaking around and hooking up on the boat. All right. Um, the girls I was on the trip with wouldn't make it to dinner most nights. Thanks, drink package. And so after <laughs> I went out, <laughs> so after I went with the few that did make it, we would head over to his club and close it out. The girls would head back to their rooms and I would sneak away with him. I was only 21 and every second of it felt exciting having this man pursue me behind my friend's back. It felt forbidden. It wasn't. No one would have cared. I was single. It was just so much fun. Well, that sounds like a good time. That sounds great. That's a gr great cruise time. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one says, I was on a cruise in the late 90s. We ran into a hurricane and our stabilizer stopped working. Yeesh. The mm -mm. ship rocked so crazily that you couldn't walk down the hallways. My glasses went flying off tables. I was a kid, and while everyone got seasick, my friend and I spent time running around the decks exploring. There was lots of water and other stuff leaking everywhere, and half of the ship got off at one of the ports. My friend's family was given additional rooms as a perk. My parents can't remember why, and we hung out with them and watched Titanic over and over for some reason. <laughs> it was playing on the cruise ship TV. Oh my God, it's almost like they were like, it's not as bad as Titanic! <laughs> you can't get mad at us. 
That's a sad. I mean, why would you not? This get is just off? a hurricane. I don't know. <laughs> I guess like if you're like, um, I don't know if your plans all centered around like your last destination or something, or maybe you, it's like one of those things where it's like, if you get off, we're not paying for you to like get from wherever, whatever stop you're at to get home. Yeah, probably. It was probably like you have Oof. to like, I don't know, finish the cruise to get to. Yeah, planned, you know, I always think of like all those people, all the people who were like on uh, cruises during COVID, like when remember, there was like people got stuck on cruise ships when COVID hit. Because like, if one person tested positive, then like, that you couldn't nobody would accept them. And so they got stuck for like weeks on those cruises. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a nightmare. Yeah, it's a Um, nightmare. This one sounds like a nightmare, too. It says, about six years ago, we did a cruise in the Northeast. First, it was 70-plus Vietnam veterans reunion. It was published as a kid and teen-friendly cruise. Someone died, and we had to stop earlier than expected. So we arrived at the destination at 4.30 a.m., and the captain on the loudspeaker said, Welcome to Boston. Due to an urgent situation... When we get down to the port, one of the security guys mentioned that someone had died again. So we asked a crew member and they told us it had happened before and that it was quite normal. Never traveling with that company again. (laughs) What? That sounds wild. Oof. Oof. Like, if maybe, yeah, if you're a Vietnam vet, don't go on that cruise. This one, uh, by Board at Work 123. <laughs> says, uh, I went on a cruise with my boss and her family. It was a really good time, except when one night her teen son failed to return to the room. She woke me up at 1.30 a.m. asking if her son had come back to the room, and I said, what? We immediately got dressed and called customer service, evoking a very large search party on the cruise. We could not find him anywhere, and we started growing very concerned that something horrible happened to him. We circle back to another open deck where we find him and a group of teens sleeping under the stars. They set up a whole camping situation on the pool deck. He was nestled between two girls. (laughs) I was going to say, like, can I guess? He was hooking up. (laughs) Yeah. And my boss ended that very quickly. It is safe to say he stayed inside the room the rest of the cruise. Aww. I mean, it sounds, it sounds very cute. cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're sleeping oh. under the stars, but you know, <laughs> also, that was probably very scary. Yeah. Probably very I do scary. remember when we were on the um, Disney cruise, um, my cousin Dylan, who was, uh, I think, maybe 17 at the time, yeah. he um, joined the like teen club. Uh-huh. So that he could hang out with other teens. And he had a fucking blast. I didn't see him once on the trip because he just <laughs> wanted to hang out with his cool friends. Yeah. And I'm sh- sure that there was probably drinking involved. But, you know, boys will be good for us. This is a quick one. This just says, I don't know if it counts, but I got COVID in the middle of my Caribbean cru- cruise and was confined to my cabin. But at least I got free alcohol, right? That's cool. I guess they like just kept giving them free drinks to make them feel better. Right? Get behind that. (laughs) Um, This one says, I had to go see the doctor on a cruise. The doctor was very busy and preoccupied, and he told me that they had had a death on board. Jeez, everybody's dying on cruise trips. Yeah. that they had had a death on board. He told me far too much about it. An elderly gentleman had had a heart attack and died while both on and in a senior lady post Viagra. 
I know. Uh, she said, I exclaimed, oh, his poor wife. She laughed and replied, yes, I had to call her and tell her the whole thing. It was a rampant senior swinging from one cabin to another. One lady got off in Madeira for the day to ride a hired bicycle and ended up having sex with an ex-flame in some bushes who was on another cruise ship. She told me about it over dinner. Man, the Goldies were seeing some action. Good for them. Great. Good for Good them. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Go have sex in some bushes. This one says, I went on a cruise with my mom and some extended family. The first morning, we all went to go get breakfast, which was buffet style. Mm. God. After no, getting you. my food, I sat down at a table about to enjoy my breakfast when a man came and sat down in my line of vision with a whole ass plate of bacon. Um, it was a mountain of bacon. I'm talking the entire plate was filled with bacon. But the worst part, the man, this man then proceeded to put salt on his bacon. Not just a couple of shakes, but pouring mounds of salt on top of bacon. I couldn't eat bacon for the rest of the trip. Oh, my God. Like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, like human behavior in front of a buffet is, like, just the grossest display. People lose their minds. They really you, do. Like when you don't give them guidelines of like this goes with this and this like, no, don't put, you know, soft serve on top of your mashed potatoes. No. And just like I'm sure that guy just took all the bacon. Now nobody else gets bacon. And I'm sure that that guy, when he was in line to get the bacon, was looking at the bacon and was thinking, oh, my God, I hope nobody takes my bacon because I'm going to take all of that bacon. <laughs> and then you, when you look around the room and you just look at everybody's eyes and what they're looking at, everybody's tense. Everybody's looking at some sort of <laughs> object like, don't eat that before I get up there. Or I like, I, you know what I mean? It's just like too tense. <laughs> Like there's enough food for everyone. Just relax. Nobody is relaxed during. Nobody's day. relaxed. I'm thinking no. about like the germs and and I'm not a germaphobe. That's disgusting. I, anyway, too. I'm just like yeah. all the yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I'll do a few more. This one says I we went on a cruise at 16. I met a guy on the cruise who was on his senior trip with his private high school. I stayed up on the deck with him talking late into the night, early morning before he walked me back to my cabin that I was sharing with my sister. Um, an older brother. This was in the early 2000s prior to everyone having a phone and when you'd exchange AIM names. Um, my sister woke me up hours later because the boy came back to my room and asked me to come with him to tell his headmaster that we didn't do anything but talk. <laughs> Apparently they had a curfew he missed and his punishment, his punishment was missing prom and having to clean the school buses for a month. I uh, know. We talked for like a year on AIM, but never saw each other again. Aw, poor kid. <laughs> oh, that's... Sweet, sweet boy. I know. Tell him we didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, God. Tell him we just talked. <laughs> okay, this one is hard for me to read because I have, I get like sympathy vomit. <laughs> Sympathy gagging. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to read it because it's disgusting, but it's hard. This is difficult. Okay. This one says, not me, but my dad tells a horrendous story about his senior year cruise. It 
was loads of students from several local high schools on a cruise ship in the late 1980s. There was lots of alcohol involved and really nasty weather. The boat was rocking terribly and did not let up for days. And he said so many people got violently seasick. There was vomit sprayed along the common area walls, all along the carpet stairs and hand railings. When my dad started feeling ill, someone told him that it was better if he left his cabin and went to the deck for air. When he finally got up there, he immediately fell in a puddle <laughs> and then got sick himself. Poor dad. Oh my God. That's like the worst uh, nightmare. Oh. God. That, like that makes me feel ill. <laughs> Just thinking about it. I know. Slipping in a puddle of vomit is like. <gasps> I'm not surprised he tells that story all the time because it's like, how do you ever get over that? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's trauma. How you does have that to not like. play in loop? <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's a nightmare. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Oh my God, this one is wild and exactly why I don't like cruises. Okay, it says, <laughs> the same guest took a dump in the pool three days in a row. The pool had to be emptied and disinfected each time. On the third occasion, they caught him and he proceeded to scoop the poop into a glass and hand it to a member of staff saying no. the pool didn't need to be emptied. He was kicked off the ship. This sounds like an adult person, that not a child, like a, not a yeah. baby. <laughs> what the fuck? People are so gross. What kind of weird? Oh. That's like a weird fetish compulsion. Oh yes. my god! Oh, so weird. <laughs> okay, I'll do one more, and um, it is uh, buffet related. Okay. There was an outdoor buffet on the outdoor deck of the ship, and every morning staff cooked fresh-made omelets to order. One morning, a passenger started shouting because a member of the staff had put onions in when he said he didn't want onions. He then picked up the omelet and threw it at the staff member. I can't even tell you how fast the manager appeared and the guy was dragged off. Well, good. He deserved to be dragged off. But... Yeah, and I told you, tensions are high. On right? The, the fake <laughs> show. <laughs> that guy was mad about something else. Yeah. But also an omelet. <laughs> uh, so uh, my that list. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I love cruise ship horror stories. That's oh, amazing. I need to seem to remind myself that I uh, never want to go on one again. No, right? But I mean, if someone offered me like a, one of those like Mediterranean cruises, like an international cruise, oh, on a smaller sure. ship, I'm not going to say no. I'm but, not going to say no to a cruise, but I'm also not going to pay for it. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, all right. So okay. let's get to our top fives. Okay. So this week we are back with another list of fury. Lists. Of fury. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Matt Passionate. Um, so we're uh this week, uh this is when we talk about things that fire us up, things we don't like, worst stuff, most hated. And this is uh Sally and I are uh sharing our top five worst chain restaurants. Yes. Which I'm very excited about. This was okay. kind of hard to choose also. I did not include fast food restaurants. Okay, my I have one that's sort of fast foody. Yeah, I didn't. Inc- I, I didn't could include- probably swap it out for something else. 
I have one that's kind of fast foody, but it's not like a McDonald's. Um, okay. I think I think say keep your list the way you have your list. Okay, I want to hear yours. What it, what it, what is okay. your number five? My number five is this is my fast foody one is Blimpy sandwiches. Oh, okay. I have no opinion about Blimpy. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I if think I've ever it's been to because one. I used to work um, very briefly. I worked at a. Um, it was like. I worked for Blimpy, but it was at a, um, a baseball park um, snack shop. Or oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I worked with this total creep. I mean, total creep. Mm. And um, like to the point where um, like I-, I quit because he made me so uncomfortable. And then months later, I got a phone call from my old manager that was like, can we ask you – is there a reason that you quit? Because I think his name was Keith or something. Like Keith mm-hmm. has been, you know, sexually harassing. And he was like in his late twenties, and we were like fifteen years old. Yeah, and he was just a total. Cra- and I was, and then I was like, it's crazy because I was still so. And this is why like women don't report things. This is why women don't say anything. Like he he got violent around me. He threw dishes when I did, and he he uh, he um. I remember one time he told my mom that he was going to give me a ride home without even consulting <gasps> me. And then I was like, I'm not going home. I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts to meet my friends. And he like got mad when I wouldn't go out with him. And like, mm. it was just crazy. So anyway, um, I, but it's like, I was still so scared of him sort of, and kind of like, uh, I didn't want to cause any trouble that when they called me and asked me if I had any issues, I was like, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. And they're like, like, really? And I was I was just a kid, you know? And yeah. I was like, no, no, it's fine. But anyway, that guy, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. You're yeah, go fuck freak. yourself. And he also sat there and he made me – he sang um, uh, Boys to Men, Water Runs Dry to me and like made me listen to it. <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> that's the worst thing I've heard. <laughs> to do with why I don't like Blimpy actually so but that's all bad Blimpy stuff but it was just I just remember the food tasting like that like rubber everything was frozen and gross and I'm gonna get sued by Blimpy this was a long time ago maybe the the ballparks are run differently than a Blimpy whatever but I just remember everything being so gross so that's mine yeah I don't have as much backstory to mine, but my number okay. five is, re- is Red Lobster. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a because good one. I don't like Red Lobster. It's So Ben and I, we had this like where every five years we would go to Red Lobster just to see if it was better. And it was never better. It's all it's bad. It's expensive. The only thing good are those biscuits and you can the make Cheddar them at Bay home. biscuits. Yeah. But it's bad seafood. It is overpriced and it is – it's gross. It's not yeah. good. And you know what? I also – I remembered something about like that they are like – were bad to their employees. And so I looked it up and it turns out that um, that employees of I guess Red Lobster and Olive Garden, which this makes sense. They're like a part of the same restaurant group. But, oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense when you really think about it. You're like, yeah, Yeah, they're two of a kind. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently, employees filed a class action lawsuit against um, Red Lobster and Olive Garden because they were denied breaks and um, they forced employees to buy their own uniforms. 
Um, and so that they were and the employees won, they won $9.5 million from them, which wow, that's great. I didn't know it was, um, illegal to buy your own uniforms because I've done that at a lot of jobs. I know. <laughs> like I, I want to say I bought mine at IHOP and Mozzarella's Cafe. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I did. Yeah. Every restaurant I've worked at, we've had to provide our own uniforms or buy uniforms or looks like when I worked for Express, we had to pay to- Yeah, we had to like pay wear their clothes you had to in wear the store. Their clothes. Yeah. And you had to buy mm-hmm. them. Like there was like a 25% discount. Like that's it. Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> Let's start our own class action lawsuit against all the places that we work. This we don't have to do this podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, cozy Mel's. Um, I'm coming for you. <laughs> cozy well, Mel's? Like yeah, cozy was, Mel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It was a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> wow. Never heard of it. Okay, cool. My um uh, yeah, Red Lobster. I should have had that on there. My number two is I guess like this could be a slash, mm-hmm. but my number two is Hard Rock Cafe slash Planet Hollywoods. Oh, that's a good one. I hate them. They're overpriced. They're boring. They like people think that they're so fun and yeah. There's nothing good on the menu. I remember being so <laughs> annoyed with my brother Bobby when he like came, he was he was probably like 15 years old at the time, and um, they were. My family never comes downtown for mm-hmm. ever. I always have to go to them. They never come into the city, rarely. Yeah, and so our family was for once having a downtown dinner where I didn't have to drive far. And I like, we live in Atlanta. There's so many amazing, beautiful restaurants. And Bobby insisted we ate at the Hard Rock Cafe downtown. And I was like, no, (laughs) I will not eat at the Hard Rock Cafe. I was so mad. I remember my ex-husband was annoyed too. We were just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, because it's like also the most touristy, shitty part of it, you know? know what I mean? Yes. And so, um, yeah, I just, uh, every time I walk by, past that, um, that hard rock cafe, I'm like, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time, like when I was a kid, hard rock cafe t-shirts were like the coolest thing. Yeah, you could they have. were. Like if you, I remember my grandparents bought me back one that was like hard rock London. And I was like, I'm the coolest kid. I'm so yeah. cool. But the yeah, t-shirt right. went to London. My t-shirt went to London. That's pretty I, fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. They're bullshit. I forgot they existed. I I don't um, think Planet Hollywood does anymore, right? I, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I know that the Hard Rock Cafe downtown is still. <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. I work right by it. A good friend of mine, I won't say her name because I don't want to blow her up, but she was telling me about this horrible date that she went on uh, when the guy the guy took her to the Hard Rock Cafe. But that was just like the cherry on the icing on the cake. There was a million terrible things that went wrong, but yeah. it was like the like the deal closer was like, and it was at the hard rock. <laughs> uh, oh, so funny! That's amazing. Um, okay, my your- next one is Cheesecake Factory. Oh yeah, but you know their menu's so big. I love it. <laughs> you love it? Oh, that's why I, I hate it. Sometimes I love a big like. You know those like dinery menus that are this big yeah. and you can literally get anything. 
But I can understand why you don't like the Cheesecake Factory for sure. Here's here's what I dislike about it most. I actually – there are things on that menu that I uh, don't mind eating. I love a chopped salad. They have great chopped salads. But mm-hmm. one, I have menu paralysis. So like that just it's all that much. much. It's too much. I you can't You shouldn't decide. be able to get tacos and pizza and – 70 different kinds of cheesecake right and pasta like you shouldn't be able to get <laughs> yeah, all and of like wontons things. and like yeah i don't right but also they pump they pump in like loud atmospheric music so even when it's empty it sounds like it's busy and they always make you wait no matter what oh, and i think that yeah. i hate that practice and they make their they make their servers wear all white which i think is cruel I don't think I've ever noticed that. And I didn't notice that. I mean, I've probably been in the Cheesecake Factory four times in my life. Yeah. So but I guess I never realized that they make you wait no matter what. I mean, and I don't that, know if that's a policy, but I, I've always waited, even when it's empty. Yeah. There's always a wait. Because it's like they you know, want you right. to the buzz. We hate yeah. it. <laughs> I don't like them like now. Okay. Um, you've convinced me. Uh, my number three is Applebee's. <gasps> That's my number three too. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there's everything tastes like it's previously frozen. The drinks are like syrup and blue yeah. at all times. I found and, a um, quote that said um, that somebody said, my sister worked at Applebee's and said literally everything is microwaved, especially the sizzling plates. They make them hot, then throw oil or water on it so it gives that sizzle grill effect. I fucking knew it. (laughs) Knew it. Yeah. I just, I don't have any desire to eat at Applebee's. No, it's it's bad. I, I, I have not been – I mean, I, a lot of these I'm like, oh, I haven't been to them in a long time. So it's, you know, m- maybe they've improved. But I've been to an Applebee's not that long ago and I was like, oh, it is – this is bad. It's real bad. It's disgusting. Uh, I, I don't know where I was traveling somewhere and there was like one right next to the hotel. And so I was like – I'm always like, whatever's the easiest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Okay, which, so yours, it was Applebee's? It was Apple, yeah, also Applebee's, okay. yeah. So I should do my next one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my next one is actually Waffle House. Okay. And I will tell you why. I used to love a Waffle House. I used to love Waffle House when I was a teenager, and you could smoke cigarettes in it and drink coffee all day long. <laughs> They're like basic cheese omelets are pretty good. I like those. Um, but the reason that I don't like Waffle House anymore is because it was a few weeks ago after the Dragon Con um it was like on a Thursday. So it was like, yeah, we had been drinking, but we weren't like wasted like the, yeah. like normal truck and gun people. <laughs> so we were walking back to Jim's and um and there was a, he was like, Yeah, there's a waffle house because I was like, I'm hungry. And he was like, There's a waffle house like on the way back. Let's stop. And I was like, Cool. So the lights were totally on. There were people inside. There were people outside. People inside, people outside. No sign on the door that says that they were closing or whatever. We walk in the door. And as I'm starting to walk, uh, Jim's in front of me and he starts to walk in the door first. There's a cop in a, in a 
car that's like, I guess, policing the Waffle House, but he's on a corner yeah. and he's like, you can't go in there. You can't go. I was like, oh, oh, sorry. And then um, he gets out of his car and I was like, Jimmy, you can't, you got to get out. Like they're closed. And so I'm like telling him like, come out, but there's no sign or anything, but it's like, as soon yeah. as Jim walked in, everybody's like, we're closed. And it's like, there's no <laughs> sign. And so the, the guy oh. comes out, the police officer like bucks up at Jim. And I was like, I don't know who you think you're talking to. Jim's like giant you know he came up to like jim's like not even his neck and um and he was like did you not hear what i said did you not hear i was like he didn't hear what you said because you were in your car i was like but he came out when i told him to leave we're leaving okay i was like this is not a thing this is this shouldn't be a thing we're just seeing about a waffle all right right then we like we're like okay we're leaving and so we just walked off and um and then we went two blocks down to a different Waffle House. So we go to the Waffle House. Again, lights on. About 20 people inside, sitting, yeah. eating. There are people out, like, there are also people outside, like, maybe waiting for to-go orders. So we open the door just to say, are you open? And before yeah. we could even get the words out, every like, every single person that works there is like, you can't order that, and, like, scream. And we're, okay, we don't need your waffles and so yeah, we were yeah. like okay we're not trying to like cause any trouble like why are we getting yelled at for walking into a waffle house that has no sign that says that you're closed or you're closing or to go orders only after a certain i just thought that it was like just you don't have to be dicks like we're yeah people, that's like, crazy we're not here to like shoot up the place we just wanted right. to order food so <laughs> we went home and jim made me an omelet like the bear wow. omelet. it was really great yeah. Because <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was, um, yeah, I was just kind of blown away by like, do you want people to eat? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, it's just that's weird. like the worst feeling when somebody makes you feel stupid or like, you know, a, you're not gets following mad at you. Yeah, for something that like you have no way of knowing. Like why I would just I? it's yeah, why would you know? How would it's you like, know? There's no sign. You're just every waffle t- houses are supposed to be open. It's <laughs> like every time you go through TSA, the rules change and you're like, I'm sorry, yeah. shoes, no shoes, no shoes. Laptop first, what? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> screaming at you. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm sorry. Don't take that out of the bed, don't take that out of the bed. I- just want to please you. Tell me exactly <laughs> what you need. Like, have a sign. That would be well, yeah, easier. Yeah, exactly. It's just, <laughs> but it's just a whole lot of fucking yelling for no reason. It's like yes. Anyway, so I I won't be going to Waffle House. I, I mean, that's... unless I'm like wasted. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I like. I was like, no, fuck that. Two two Waffle Houses back to back within like a ten minute experience. I was like, no, thank you. There's plenty of great food in the city. I don't need to go there. Yeah, but I mean, if for those of you who are not in Atlanta, you should know that like, well, like for you, you're like, yeah, Waffle House. Why would you go there? But in Atlanta, it's like an institution. It's started yeah. here there is literally a waffle house like you said every two blocks even all over the city even suburbs whatever you can always find a waffle house and people act like it is a viable brunch option <laughs> and i contend no <laughs> <laughs> um, great for road trips great for road trips but i wouldn't hit up an inner no yeah. i wouldn't hit up a city waffle house yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So my number two is Subway, which so it's kind of like your okay. point B. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's so, I mean, beyond the, you know, Jared scandal. Uh, right. It's just disgusting. It's disgusting. I remember like when, you know, when Subway kind of first started, it seemed like it was like the fresh, healthy option. Yeah. But it's like now when you see a Subway, one, they're always in gas stations, which is disgusting. And two, yeah. it, like you look at the stuff and you're like, it's it's so gross. It's so gross. Well, it's just gross. It, I don't have a real reason except for it's gross. Didn't it come out like many years ago that the ingredients and um, the same substances in yoga mats are the same substance that they use in the bread? Oh, I do remember that. Do you remember that? I don't know if yes. that's true or not, but it sounds right. It sounds right. I would say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, agreed. So what's your what's your number? What's your top top one? My number one, top one. And I you know, and I can't believe I didn't put a single here's why I didn't put a single buffet on here. Mm. Because I won't go to them. Same. And I, yeah, I, I can't like, even tell you what it's like. I don't know what Shoney's is like. I don't know what what's a golden know? corral. I don't know. I won't. <laughs> I, don't know. I won't do it. Although yeah. I always use, it's funny because I always use Shoney's as a, um, like I'll always say uh, if I make a bet with someone, like, and if I lose, I'll, I'll take a Shoney's. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, one free Shoney's meal. <laughs> but I've actually never, uh, I've never made good on any of my lost bets, and I've never been to a Shoney's. Um, but uh, my number one most hated, which shouldn't come as a surprise, is the Olive Garden. Everything's oh, yeah. disgusting. The breadsticks <laughs> are disgusting. Their sauce is disgusting. I hate it. And apparently, they're they don't pay their people for breaks. So no. There you go. So now I feel even better about my decision. Yeah, I do. Jen in my fridge have. Olive Garden what? salad dressing <laughs> because I do like that. So you like that? Does it make you feel good? It makes me feel good, and they sell it at Aldi. So yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> and I like is it, it on like, the salad. Is it like a like the kind of oil and vinegar based? Yeah, it's just like salad a dressing. dressing. Yeah. All right. But their I mean, breadsticks are disgusting. Their breadsticks are disgusting. Their sauce yeah. is disgusting. You're not wrong. I would not go to one, but I do like their salad dressing. So I okay. apologize for that. <laughs> I but otherwise, like, you're right. I remember, like, is it still there in, like, Times Square, New York? There's, like, that giant olive garden. Mm -hmm. And I would see it all the time when I lived there and just be like, why, though? Like, why are there so many people in there right now? Like, you have the best why? Italian food at your fingertips in any borough or any yeah. street. It's not even just a little – it's, like, <laughs> anywhere that's not there, up there. Because, yeah. you know, it's, like, a raised thing. It's, like, three levels. Levels and you can see it and it's just like I just look up there just like why though it makes no just, sense Times Square is the worst of the worst and in <laughs> Times Square everything is three times more expensive so it's like so you're eating this disgusting chain food in New York City and you're paying yeah. three times the cost for it it's like people just it's, want what they know you know like <sighs> they got to New York City that was their that was what they could do and then they were yeah. like I gotta it was like sometimes when when Ben to and I the Olive Garden, <laughs> yeah. when Ben and I lived in Hungary, every once in a while, 
there was a McDonald's in this like beautiful historic little town that we lived in. And every once in a while, we would have to go to the McDonald's. And even though it was like five times as expensive as it would be in the US, and it was more expensive than anything else in the town. But every once in a while, we're like, we just need that taste of home. <laughs> and so maybe that's, that's what people- totally understandable. <laughs> I did people that when I was Midwest in Midwest or they need I had a Le Big Mac. <laughs> and where is it? What is it that they don't have Big Mac? Or they don't have oh they don't have quarter pounder with cheese. They it's a royale. A, Big Ma- a royale. With a royale cheese. with cheese. Yes, <laughs> I had a Le Big Mac I think a long time ago when I was in Paris. Because yeah, after like you know two weeks of traveling, you just want a, like a little bite of American yeah. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's where all our sarcasm comes from. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my number one is, and it's why I was quiet during your rant on Waffle House, is Waffle House. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Did you get kicked out of Waffle House too for breathing? Uh, no, but we just recently had a really, like, I, I can't even, I can't describe the chaos that was this Waffle House. We went for, uh, on this, this past Sunday, we went for a hike. Um, at Arabia Mountain. And on the way back, Max has been wanting to go to Waffle House because he's never been. And he was like, oh, there's a, we're like, well, we can go today. There's one right by on the way home from Arabia Mountain. We'll just, we'll go to Waffle House. And I tell you this, I've never been at a place that was dirtier, more chaotic. Like every person working there was in some kind of crisis. Every person dining there was in some kind of crisis. Everyone's food was cold. It was all wrong. The guy who was waiting on us was so stoned, (laughs) which was fine. He was the least offensive thing about the whole place. It was, it was, it was what you think of when you think of like a, like, and this was at one o'clock during the day. This wasn't in the middle of the night. This was just like what you think of as like quintessential Waffle House experience. And I realized it is not charming when you're not drunk. (laughs) Like it is mm. the only time to go to Waffle House is late night drunk. You, I cannot bring your kids there. It is bad news bears. Yeah. I mean, I have friends that like they go on. It's like their tradition for yeah. road trips. They go all the time. Um, so, I mean, maybe there's I feel like maybe the like in the middle of nowhere ones just have like nice people. No. Okay. No, yeah. I think it's They're always I think it's all bad. It's always like. <laughs> dirty it's the food is disgusting i'm sorry it's gross their waffles are awful their waffles are not good and that you should not have bad waffles if you're named waffle house yeah i rest my case i do like hash browns (laughs) scattered smothered and covered yeah but not when they're cold on the inside Uh, true (laughs) i remember a long time ago on a new year's like being like like I'll buy Waffle House for everybody, and then every, like I remember like my friends ordering the like steak dinner and yeah. stuff. It's like how did I just spend a hundred bucks at Waffle House? You dicks! This is supposed to be like a waffle, yeah. But yeah, anyway. yeah. yeah. But when uh, you order the steak dinner, it comes with like if I remember correctly, you get a salad and like a potato and like a hundred different sides. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but I won't go there again. No, Anyways, same. so that's our top five. I hope we, we may have offended some people. I think we're going to get mm-hmm. some shit about this Waffle House. I mean, I know that it's beloved. I know that yeah. people in Atlanta love it. I think people outside of Atlanta will be like, yeah, that tracks. But like, 
it's uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you how much I can't explain how much people in Atlanta love Waffle House and they're fucking wrong. That's all I have to say <laughs> is that they're wrong. The food is gross. The service is bad. And the whole thing is like, it's dirty and disgusting. And I, I yeah. refuse to go there again. All right. Well, <laughs> we've said our piece and now we have to yep. defend it. I will. Um, okay. Well, that's our episode, you guys. Yeah, you guys, please. We'll uh, we'll put up some polls on Instagram. We want to hear from you guys. We love. We've been um, putting up all like asking all of these questions that we've the list we've been talking about the top fives we've been doing um, have been asking those on Instagram, and we love hearing from you guys. I always like we asked the one about. Um, the 80s, 90s sitcoms. And there were so many that I totally forgot about, like Charles in Charge. I was like, oh, I know. Yeah. And Martin, like, yeah, yes. a bunch of stuff came up that I totally forgot about. I know. So many good ones. Um, so we want to hear what you guys think. Um, so follow us on Instagram. We're at The Ridiculous Pod. You can email us at The Ridiculous Podcast if you have an idea for um, a top five list or a list that you'd like to hear us do. Um, Send us an email. Send us a message. Um, We're on TikTok at The Ridiculous Podcast. Um, We'd love if you would rate and review. Um, Tell a friend. We're just getting started with this podcast, so we could really use your help. So, Uh, Yeah, do all those things. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week on The Ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. You live.